Hey there, it's Susan. Hey, do you ever struggle keeping up with all of the content that needs to be created just to keep your business visible and to nurture relationships? I mean, sometimes it's just crazy. When I think about all of the things that I'm creating on a regular basis, I get tired. It starts with social posts. There's articles, blogs, video scripts, email campaigns, sales pages, webinars, podcasts. I mean, it's just endless, endless, the number of things that need to be created in order for online businesses to be visible and for us to nurture the relationships that we're creating. Can you relate to this? Here's the other thing too. What used to happen to me was I had a million ideas in my head, but when I went to sit down to write, I couldn't get them out. I would just stare at the blank screen, not really knowing where to start. So if this resonates with you, I have got something I want to offer to you that I think can help. It's called the six step magic formula. And it literally is a framework that will step you through the important components that really compelling sales and marketing messaging needs to have. This formula will help you put everything in the right order and make sure you don't skip any critical elements. It is so good. I've been sharing this formula with all of my success collaborative clients, and they're loving it. They're saying to me that they didn't know where they would be without it. They couldn't live without it now. So I love that. So imagine never having to start with a blank document again. It's awesome. And here's how you get it. Go to uwib.info backslash formula. No caps on any of that. uwib.info backslash formula. And that will lead you to the page where I have a really nice guide on how to use the six step formula and a little mini video tutorial for you. You're going to love it. And you're going to be loving me for this. And that makes me really happy. So go on, go and get it, have some fun and let me know how you're enjoying it. Or if you have any questions at all, let me know what they are. Alrighty, on to our podcast. Are you feeling stuck or are you unstoppable? Are you tired of creating incremental growth in your business while really wanting to make quantum leaps? Well, then welcome you found the right place to be fed. This is Susan, the founder of Unstoppable Women in Business, and this podcast is for women entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, anyone who is unwaveringly focused on finding the best path to success in their business. While you're here, you're gonna be asked to think differently to get different results, to do things that are challenging, but oh, so rewarding. So come on, let's get started. Awesome. Hey, ladies, it's Susan, and it's great to be back here with you today. I cannot tell you how excited I am to bring you someone I just met, and I feel like I've just found my best friend. <laughs> I know it's kind of crazy. Um, I have to tell you a really quick story. You know, if you do have a podcast, um, you get pitched a lot. You get a lot of, uh, you know, inquiries and requests to have people on your podcast. And it's really hard to be able to um, accommodate everyone. But when this one lady's quote unquote pitch came through, 
All I had to do was take one look at her website and one listen to a podcast she had on it. And I knew in an instant, I wanted to have her on my show. So I'll tell you what, that's a great testament to um, the work that you have to do in order to earn the right to be on someone else's platform. And Allie did an amazing job at it. Allie Martin, I want to welcome you to the Unstoppable Women in Business podcast. Thank you so much for being here. How are you doing today? And what a welcome. Thank you so much for that. Such a kind introduction and it means a whole lot to me. So thank you. I'm honored to be here and excited to be here. It's so cool to have you. Now, Allie also has a topic, you guys, that I think is critically important to every one of us. And Allie owns a, a firm called Fame and Fortune. Ellie's been in the PR business now for three years. And she said that she loves doing it because, get this, it's really important for her to give women confidence to tell their stories the way they should be told. And I think that is just everything that we're about here is getting more visibility for women entrepreneurs. And Ellie sounds like she's a master at it with fame and fortune. Ellie, what else would you like the audience to know about you? Um, I came from a background in public relations in the corporate environment uh, for almost 10 years. And I most notably worked in Amazon's PR, um, managing the Southeast region of the United States. So I worked from Texas over to Florida up to Tennessee. And I really got to see how a company, truly one of the largest in the world, does their public relations. And then I was able to take those tactics onto such a micro level with female entrepreneurs and being able to allow them to use those same tactics. So I'm excited for us to dive into some of those tactics today because I truly believe women out there, we tend to hold our greatest stories in, we don't tell them, and we don't end up getting the coverage that we deserve that we want and quite frankly that we need to be telling in our businesses and so you know that's really why I do what I do and that's why I'm glad that we're getting to talk about it today outstanding thank you so much Allie this is going to be so much fun you guys all right Allie if there was one thing that you could tell us to do to get our stories out there to really get that visibility what is the first thing that you recommend you know I really truly believe in uh, finding that soundbite. So uh, a lot of women will come to me and say, you know, I, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. And it, it really is kind of finding that clarity in your message so that you can determine who you are and what your, your story is going to be. And that doesn't mean that your story can't change. That doesn't mean that you can't have multiple stories. But in the media world, in public relations, it is really this idea of finding clarity and sticking with that and pitching that for an amount of time. And then you can reevaluate and you can switch things up or you can keep things the same, mm -hmm. but it, it's really finding that, that story and that message that you want to tell right now and what's going to serve you in your business and mm -hmm. even in your personal branding right now. Brilliant. Hey, I have a friend. Um, it's interesting. I just was talking with her this week. She got, I'm not kidding you. She got the opportunity of a lifetime. A friend of hers is a producer on Good Morning America, and they needed a business coach to come and do a bit, right? Now, this is exactly what you're talking about. She was ready. She knew exactly how she was going to 
um, portray present herself, herself. Right, yes. present herself. She had it ready. But if imagine, imagine you guys out there, imagine if somebody said to you, Hey, you want to be on this, you know, get interviewed by this person and you didn't know what to do. Like that's the worst situation ever. Right? right. So, but let's, let's start here first, because I think sometimes for small business owners like ourselves, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, we're like, well, how do we get an interview? Well, who wants to interview me? So what kind of recommendation do you have about being able to get a media interview? Okay. So if you're taking notes, I have six steps on how to get a media interview. So this is really how you can start to pitch on your own behalf without having a publicist do this work for you. So, um, I always start by saying the number one tip is, and this is before any tactical steps, but it's, you have to be authentic and truthful. And the reason why that's so important, not only because uh, morally it is important, but I have seen this really blow up in people's faces before where they maybe tweak a story a little bit or they add a few little spices to it and then it catches wind Mm. and it goes viral or it blows up. And then, you know, you have media outlets calling you left and right. And you go, oh, what did I get myself into? So you actually can get yourself into some major issues if you are doing that. So just start from the very beginning with that baseline of I'm going to be authentic. I'm going to be truthful. And I'm going to tell my unique story. And, you know, with that same thought, Susan, know that even if you don't think your story is quote unquote, the, the, the best story to tell, or it's, you know, sometimes women will say, well, I didn't have this great, um, you know, come from the bottom to the top type of story. If no one's going to care about it, know that your unique story out is a, is there's a reason why it's out there. And there's a reason why that you are meant to tell it. And there are women out there that want to hear this story. So that would be my first thing. Just, you know, get that out of the way is we need to be authentic and truthful. The second thing to remember is it is not about you. So while we are pitching ourselves and while we do have to tell our stories, we have to remember that the media outlets that are going to tell our stories have a job to do. Mm. They have an audience that they are speaking to. So if it's a TV uh, show, they have their viewers. If it's a newspaper or magazine, they have their readers. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have to remember that they are trying to bring those readers back. They're trying to bring those viewers back day after day. And if they can provide them really valuable content, those viewers, those listeners, those readers, they are going to say, wow, this outlet always brings me the best of the best. They bring good talent. They bring me talent that has results and things that I can do right now. And so when we change our mindset to thinking what we can deliver to their audience. Mm -hmm. That is when we become of service to these media outlets and it becomes a mutual relationship. It's no longer about, look at me, look at me. I do all these great things. Don't you want to feature me? They're (laughs) going to say, well, no, we have a job to do. Mm, But when we can switch it around and make Mm -hmm. it more about how we can help them do that job, that is a powerful thing we can do. Excellent. The third step I'll share is we need the pitch to be timely and relevant to the outlet. 
So whenever I say this, I'll give an example. Um, International Women's Day is in March. And so you can you know, start to plan ahead for next year. Uh, but I reached out to local TV stations and I said, I am a female business coach and I uh, work with female business owners. And I would love to talk about why women need to start their businesses if they have it on their heart today. And I was able to go on all of these TV shows and be able to talk about that because they were able to say, well, today is International Women's Day. And if you're a woman out there watching, congratulations, you know, we're celebrating you today. And those are the type of angles that they like to play into. You know, when you think about a magazine, all of these magazines have media kits that live online. Those media kits tell you what issue is about what topic. So I'll take, for example, you know, Southern Living, they have their best of homes edition. So if you are an interior designer, maybe that's the issue that you want to be pitching to. And that's backing yourself up a couple of months and thinking ahead and saying, all right, that that May issue I really want to get into. So in February, March, I'm going to start pitching myself to it. So, you know, it's really thinking about what is relevant to that out audience and that that outlet. So, again, thinking outside of who we are, what our mission is, but more about what their goals are and and how we can help them. Excellent. The fourth tip I have to share with you is to sell your topic or idea. So give a stat about a topic. Um, If you, for, so for example, I worked with a book author who uh, wrote her book about her experience with her addiction to Adderall. And not only was I able to pitch her and say, Here is a a young 30 female who was very successful in corporate America who got addicted to Adderall. Here is her journey. But also here's the stats of how 20 something year olds are getting addicted to Adderall. And then I took it a step further and said, here's a doctor who can comment on the addiction rates to Adderall. So you kind of come to them with like a full package. So you, you really are doing the role of the producer by pulling all these pieces together for them so that when you send this pitch, the producer that's reading it goes, well, they, they've done my job for me. Of course, I'm going to say yes. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, and these are things that um, once you've done it once, you can use that type of pitch over and over again. So don't think of it as a lot of work on your end. Just think about it as you're doing it once and then you've got those resources available. So anytime we can really sell that topic and make the outlet go, wow, this is an important issue. And I really need to make sure we're, we're doing a story on this. It would be you know negligent of us to not do a story on this. Um, and then the fifth tip that I'll give you is to even map out what you'll say in the interview. So I really like this idea of your talking points. So what you're going to say, what are those key sound bites that you have bullet pointing them out? I even work with a producer at a local TV station. Um, I'm based in Kentucky. Um, They're in Louisville and they will say, can you send us the questions for the host to ask? And so I'll just say, here's the question the host can ask. And here's what my client is going to say in response to it. And again, it makes their job easy. There's, they are, media outlets are getting employees cut left and right. And everybody's job is becoming more and more difficult because they have more on their plate than ever before. So anytime we can make it easy for them, they are not only going to look to us in the future, 
and say, I remember that Susan. She was always on her A game. She made it easy for me. I'm going to go back to her and see if she has any ideas or any anything she wants to talk about in the next month. Those are going to be the things they remember. And I can attest to this because I hear it all the time. So um, write out your talking points, show them what this segment, what this interview will look like so they can really get a, a good picture of it. And again, when you can visualize that, it makes it easy to say yes. And finally, I'll, I'll give the last tip is to have an opinion and take a stand. Women are often very afraid to take a stand. And I will say, even if you have a conflicting opinion, don't be afraid to share it. Um, that actually is often when we can get that opportunity to speak up. Mm-hmm. If, if everybody is on this side, and they are giving their support over here. And then we come over and say, I actually don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. That actually gives us an opportunity to have our voice heard. So a lot of times we want to be in that middle middle ground of like, I don't want to offend anybody. I'm, I don't want to go one side or the other. But if you truly feel passionate about something, I want you to know it's okay. And it actually can give you that opportunity to, to have that confidence to, to step up and, and own who you are and how you feel. That is incredible, Allie. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love those. Hey, and I know everybody may not be in a position that they could take notes, but don't worry. We'll have it in the show notes for you on Unstoppable Women in Business podcast page. Allie, what came to mind for me was a couple things while you were going okay. through that. Um, how do you package this? You know, I know there's like sizzle reels when you're talking about, you know, speaking engagements, but what do you put this in? So it's a nice, complete little package with a bow. That's a great question, Susan. So I truly believe these are emails that are very short. So you, you truly need to keep this very bite-sized because again, to my point of, they have a lot to do. Um, I've even heard from journalists that say they get a thousand pitches in a day, which hurts my head. (laughs) Um, but they, they, they truly try to work through those pitches and and get back to the ones that make sense. And so if we can keep our emails to very concise points, that's going to be the best way to deliver our message and don't be afraid to follow up. Um, Susan even shared with me that my team member followed up and that was the difference in, in her noticing the pitch. And I've heard that before. And I, I'm so, um, grateful that that is a practice that we do because I've actually gotten responses on the third and fourth Mm follow-up. And if I didn't do that follow-up, we'd be missing out on those opportunities. And so, um, you know, sending that short email, and I would say um, a lot of times people will ask like, who do I need to be sending it to? If it's on the TV side, a producer is going to be the best person for you to reach out to. If it's on the magazine side, a editor, Um, You don't want to send out to the publisher. The publisher is more over the advertising side. So an editor on the print side. And then on the podcast, if you are able to find a producer or um, some type of manager, that's great. But if not, you've got the host that you can find their contact information as well. So, you know, finding the right contact developing that short email that gives those points that we talked about, and then making sure that you're following up and staying on top of that conversation. Outstanding. So let me just ask you, how would I find a producer? Um, Like, where do you go to look for these things? So it is interesting because a lot of TV producers, sorry, TV um, networks 
have a contact page. It is often hidden, but if you do a little Googling, you can stumble upon it. I've also gotten very stealthy in the way that you can sometimes find contact information for other people, but then you can kind of identify the pattern of the emails. So it's the first letter of their first name and then their last name and then at whatever. And so you can start to establish that and send out pitches that way. But um, oftentimes it is pretty easy to find if you are able to Google there. There's of course platforms out there that will sell you media contact information, but I'm a believer and you do not have to purchase any of that. I have always been able to find my, the correct contacts that I need to reach out to without ever having to purchase a list. Excellent. That's great. Cause that was one of my questions is like, how do you find these people? So I'm, I'm really happy you went through that. Um, yeah. I have heard of a resource called um, help a reporter out Harrow. Yeah. Yes. Is that still a, a valuable way of finding reporters that um, need content? I'm really glad you brought that up, Susan, because I um, I definitely believe in the power of Haro. I've I've gotten my my husband owns a heating and air conditioning business, and I always laugh because I got him into Martha Stewart twice because of Haro, and um, he he always he always says like. I was featured in Martha Stewart. Like what a manly publication for my heating and air conditioning business to be featured in. But um, it is true. You, you definitely can get some features. You do have to weed through a lot in order to get there, but, um, but it is a great resource. I really consider HARO and anytime you're looking for those media opportunities online to be more of reactive public relations. What I just shared with you, when you're pitching on your own behalf, that's more proactive. So we are framing the story we want to tell and we're telling the media that they need to help us tell the story. Whereas resources like HARO allows us to insert ourselves and be featured in some pretty cool publications. So I do, I do think there is room for both, but if we have a, a specific story we want to tell and a way we want to frame ourselves, then proactive is going to be the way you want to go. Outstanding. All right, Allie, you are one sharp lady. How do you work with your clients? Like, what is it like to work with fame and fortune? Yeah. So we um, do one-on-one service for our clients. So essentially I do some interviewing and we find those stories that we need to tell for our clients. We craft those pitches and then we are doing the research and sending out those pitches on behalf of our clients and, um, you know, reporting back to them with where everything stands. And then essentially they have to show up and do the interviews and, uh, and be the talent. So um, basically we take the, the grunt work off and allow you to shine and just show up for the interviews. But, you know, I'm glad we had a chance to talk about this, Susan, because I truly believe that every woman out there should be able to start to tell her story um, without a publicist. And so those are the steps that you really can take to be able to start getting those pitches out there and, and get your feet wet a little bit. Beautiful. Allie Martin, thank you so much for sharing what you do well with us. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. Thank you, Susan. It was an honor to be here. This is awesome. Okay, ladies, no hiding. Okay. There is no hiding in business. That's kind of like when Tom Hanks says there's no crying in baseball. That's an old movie, but I think people know the words. There is no hiding when you're in business, because if you don't get visibility, you will never create the relationships you need to, in order to attract the type of clients that you just desire to work with every day. So take Ellie's 
wisdom to heart and get out there and get known. Make sure you know your story. You guys, you know, I love that kind of stuff. Um, creating your story is all about making certain you are addressing the problems that your clients really want to have solved and knowing exactly how to connect it in a way that they can relate to you and make certain that you are the person they want to trust. Uh, to find that solution. So reach out to myself at Unstoppable Women in Business. You know I'm here to support you. And also Allie. Thank you again, Allie. And until we meet again, y'all go out there and go get them. Take care, everybody.